the Wire Podcast. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Wire Podcast. I'm Tika Renox, Christina Peoples, and Cherie Sapp. Hello, ladies. So we are back again with the fantastic seasoned realtor, Yadlin Churbin Eid. So Yadlin, today we are excited to have you on. I know we have a great discussion. You know, ladies, I know you have a lot of questions for Yadlin. She's seasoned. She's been in the business 12 plus years, correct, Yadlin? I've actually been in the business 16 years. I think I'm going to stop counting after this because I feel like I'm getting old. (laughs) Very, very long. I I was correct. Yeah, 12 plus, 12 plus, yep. Fantastic. So I'm assuming you have, I'm not assuming, I know you have a lot of experience, etc. So you have a lot to discuss with us today, right? So we want to start with you just telling us a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself to our audience, basically. All right. Well, first of all, I need to thank you ladies for having me on. I was very, very excited when I got the call. I was just like, what you guys are doing is amazing. And I appreciate you guys just putting me on your platform. Um, Yeah, I'm super excited about being here. Um, again, my name is Yadlin Cherubineta, licensed 16 years. Um, I've been, I'm a mom, I'm a wife, that's important to me. So, you know, when you talk about your real estate and your, your career, you want to talk about the whole picture. Right. And uh, so my family life is super important. It's, it's actually why I've done so well um, in real estate because they are my why. Awesome. Um, I'm with Keller Williams. Um, I have a team, the legacy team. So I'm the team leader or rainmaker or whatever you want to call it. Um, and I, I actually really, really love what I do. So, you know, that's pretty much in a nutshell. <laughs> we can tell. I see the passion. I hear it in your voice and I watch you daily on Instagram. We've been to a couple yes. of different events together, et cetera. So I've seen it. I, I recognize it and I applaud you and I realize you're doing fantastic, right? So if, if we could dive a little bit deeper, how did you really get started in real estate? How did that happen? I can tell you, I'm from a West Indian background. My family's from Haiti. Okay. And so we have nine. So there's nine of us. Wow. So imagine nine of us and we're renters. Okay. So having to find a place with your nine kids, it was very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. So just watching my parents struggle with finding a place for her, you know, for the family to live, that was like a big deal. When my mom finally purchased our first home, I realized how important it is for you to have security for your family. Right. Okay. So that was like kind of like the first sign of me being interested in real estate. My mom and dad, they actually bought properties um, here and there. They bought properties out of state. Mm-hmm. And I just became very interested in real estate. So I got my license thinking that my goal was just to buy properties. But I said, you know what, if I get my license, I'll mm-hmm. be in and I'll be able to, you know, get, you know, get deals. Like a lot of people think that you'll, you, because you're in real estate, you're able to get deals. So that was my initial mindset, getting my license and getting into the industry. Okay, so you got your license to just get your feet wet in the real estate industry, basically. So you know, just to understand a little bit about, about you, Yadlin, what did you do prior to real estate? Right. So that's a good question. <laughs> so I have my bachelor's in um, forensic psychology, wow. and I have a master's degree in public administration and human resources. Wow. So for a few years, I investigated child abuse for the New York City. Wow. And I did that for about seven years, and that was very, very stressful. Um, you know, with that background, you know, I wanted to help people. So that's why I kind of got into that field. 
um, but it took a toll on me emotionally. Um, the work that I was doing was just really tough. The cases that I got, I was in court a lot, removing yeah. kids. It was, it was a big, and so I did that for seven years. Mm-hmm. And I realized that this was just too much for me. Like I wanted to still be in a field where I, I could help people, yeah. but not like that. Like it just took too much out of me. So yeah. I got my master's in public administration. I went into human resources um, and that was okay. However, I wasn't making money. I was working a lot of hours for corporate America. I wasn't making the big bucks. I couldn't understand why, because I felt that I was skilled and I knew what I was doing. And I would say about five years ago, I had to kind of reevaluate what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, working in Manhattan, coming home, I had these two cute little boys that wanted to play with me, but I was like super drained. Yeah. Um, I just, I was too tired. I gave corporate America like 95% of me. And um, I, five years ago, I sat down and I was like, yeah, this is just not working out. Like, I know I could be doing better. I know that this is not the life that I'm supposed to be living. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, thought about it. And I was like, wait a minute, I have my license. And between then I was doing real estate, but just part-time, you know, right. a couple of deals here and there. So I had my full-time salary. So any money I made from real estate was like, Ooh, I'm a baller, you know, I'm making money. So I just said, wait a minute, I have my license. And I, and I thought to myself, if I worked as hard as I do for this company, for myself, I would be great. I would be doing big things. Yeah. So I came home, I'm married. So I had to talk to my husband about it. And and I was very nervous about having this conversation because I'm literally just telling him I'm about to quit my job. Right. And so I get home, I talk to my husband and I'm like, babe, listen, in my mind, I had like a PowerPoint. I had like, like all the pros (laughs) of what I'm going to tell him and why it's going to work out for our family. Mm -hmm. And I said, babe, I think I want to quit my job and I want to focus on real estate. And I swear we didn't even really get into it. He was like, I think that's a great idea. Awesome. Um, he said, I think you're there state and I'm waiting for him to say psych. Are you crazy? But he did it. He, he was super supportive. So I quit my job. I gave my two weeks notice and I started treating real estate as a business. Right. Um, and it like, I have not looked back. There's not one day that I can say that I look back and said, Oh, I wish I didn't do this every single day. I'm just like, Whoa, why didn't I do this sooner? Yeah. So basically you are, you've been full-time in real estate, in real estate five plus years, a little bit. Five years. Yep. You have built what you have built in five years. That is fantastic. Hats yes. off to you. Cause Thank I you. you were full-time a lot longer than. Yeah. yeah. So Me too. Well. Me too. I know yeah, people, too. you know, this, okay, you, you have the support of your husband, but I know people are like, oh, are you going from a real job to real estate? They probably yeah. thought you were crazy. Yeah, when I gave my notice, people were like, did you win the lotto? Like, what are you doing? And I'm like, no, you know, I'm a realtor. And they, and they didn't believe me. They thought that there was something else going on. And I'm like, no, I'm going to just focus and on And now they thing. see you on Instagram yeah. and you pop it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and, and you know what? Join the team, right? They're watching me and people are watching you. And it's so yeah. important for you to like really, you know, people are out there watching you. And I like family people, family members that didn't support me back then. Yeah. Um, people that I worked with, you know, they're watching. They're just like, whoa, like she really did it, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and then I have more that I want to do. So it's like, you know, You're just getting started yeah. pretty much. I can't you just getting started. Yeah. yeah. It's so funny that you say that because I have my degree too in um, forensic psychology. So, but I've never used it. <laughs> so, 
I just use it dealing with clients every day. <laughs> yeah, we use it every day. You, you think that you don't use it, but you know, dealing with what we do, we're dealing with this every single day. Like it's yeah. like the ideal degree that you should have, like to help yeah. you navigate all of the different personalities we deal with on a regular basis. Yeah. Yes, I agree. Yeah, it's funny you should say we use it every day, which brings me to my next question, Yadlin. Like, what do you think of the current climate of real estate right now? Like, what's, what's going on? Like, right, right now, now, what are your thoughts on that? How the market is that? hot. The market is so busy. It's moving very quickly. There's just a lot going on. And I feel like right now, this is an opportunity for a lot of people who are looking to get into homes to get into homes. Now, the, the pricing is, is high but the interest rates are low. So I think in this fast moving market, I think a lot of people are looking at what they need for their family. Um, and they're making really informed decisions as to whether or not this is the time for them to actually get into a home or finally invest in real estate. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so my question to you right now is how would you, define your career so how would I find my real estate career as far as yeah how would you well let me get more into details um I know how has it been going from being a solar agent to establishing a team um a running and maintaining a successful team right now so I would say that um no, the first thing is that when I started to do this full-time, I had never imagined even having a team. Like that was not on my radar. It was just me. You know, when you're doing real estate, I think that number is like $100,000. So you're <laughs> like, if I make $100,000, I'm good. You know, so yeah. when I quit my job, that was my goal, make $100,000. Okay. Um, being a solo agent is, is very, very different from running a team because you know what? As a solo agent, you set your goals you're accountable to yourself and that's it. You can change your goals. You know, you don't have to really worry about anyone else. But when you're running a team, not only are you focused on your goals now, you have to focus on your team members' goals. It's not just about you winning. Your, your entire team has to win. And if your entire team is not winning, then you're not doing something right. Um, you have to set an example for your team. So it, it, it's challenging having a team because there's so much more involved. You know, like, again, we're dealing with different personalities. You want to make sure that they're winning as well. And you mm -hmm. also want to make sure that you guys are on the same page. Like when you're working with other people, when you have, like, you guys have your, your, your team, what you're doing is a big deal. And you guys have to have a like mind. You guys are like-minded. You guys have similar goals. You guys have to be able to trust each other and trust that you guys are doing, are looking at the full picture and you guys are looking in the same direction. So yeah. running a team, mm -hmm. that's, you know, that's really, really important. And I have to make sure that I'm looking out for my team members. Um, and also my company. My company has expectations of me as a rainmaker. There are certain things that I have to, to perform and do in order for me to continue to have my team. So, so explain gotcha. to our audience and other realtors watching, what exactly is a rainmaker? So a rainmaker is basically the person that is not only running the team, you have the vision for a team. Okay, so you have the vision of, of how your team is going to operate. The Rainmaker basically sets the systems in place. They provide support to the team members. Um, they bring a lot of the deals in. They bring a lot of the leads, the listings, the buyers. The Rainmaker is really the person um, 
that brings a lot of the business, but they also are responsible for coaching your team members and mentoring the team members. So you have a responsibility to your team members. It's not just completing these deals, but also allowing them to grow. Because at the end of the day, when you have team members, you want them to grow to be able to maybe start their own team. Or right. even Mm-hmm. So a rainmaker is this person, the person that's actually bringing in the deals, um, bringing in the structure. They're making sure that, you know, they're holding the team members accountable. Um, mm-hmm. And you guys are like in line, your vision, your mission statement, everything is in line as far as what you're, and everybody's on the same page. Okay. Got it. Um, what would you say to someone who's looking to either join a team or start a team? Do you think it is wise to have um, a structure in place and also a coach. Absolutely. Absolutely. So having a team, you definitely need to have systems in place. Um, cause you, you just can't have everybody just doing things their own way. You have to have a team structure. You have to have, I wouldn't say rules, but just like a system, it should just be automatic. Like, you know, if you, if you're dealing with a seller or a listing, it should be automatic. The process of dealing with that listing. You know, so you absolutely have to have your systems in place for your team members to be able to make sure that we're all operating in the same space. Gotcha. Okay. And what would you say is like your biggest mistake, but an accomplishment like individually and, you know, with the team, because we've all made mistakes and that's just what comes with learning and growing. So, you know, let our audience know, because there are a lot of people out there who want to start teams or even Mm -hmm. as being a solo agent you know, some of the things that you, some of the obstacles that you've, you know, come up against yeah. along your career. So I've definitely made a lot of mistakes and I'm pretty, I'm sure I'm making mistakes today and I'm learning. And that's mm-hmm. part of it is, is, is acknowledging the mistakes and, and revisiting. Like I said, you know, you have to revisit your goals, revisiting how, how you, you work and operate. Um, but I would say one of the biggest mistakes that I've made is that when I did start my team, I had a much bigger team. Mm. Um, and literally if you wanted, if you just said, yeah, I want to make money in real estate. I want to work with you. I was like, all right, we're down. Let's do it. Mm -hmm. So I had a team. Ooh, sorry. I had a team of about six or seven people. Mm -hmm. Sorry. I don't know how to, I had a team about six or seven people and it just didn't work out. They were not like-minded. They were not on the same page. Um, it was very difficult to manage. I wasn't, I wasn't giving them the coaching and the mentorship that they needed. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just, there was just like, we were just a bunch of agents that mm-hmm. weren't a group. We weren't really a team. So there's a big difference. What, when you what, changed, what changed between that, that experience and now to making your team what it is right now, what we're seeing right now? Well, I was, I was able to kind of see that, you know, we weren't really a team. We weren't on the same page. It was just a group of people working together saying that they were on a team. Um, right leadership. now, yeah. <laughs> right now, um, I feel like the team that I have now, we're all invested in growing okay. the team and growing the business. We are all on the same page. We are all moms. Okay. Um, we actually all live in the same area. So we're pretty cool. And we, we like each other. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and we are focused on really helping them with not just like we help each other with not with just our real estate goals, but just life goals. Right. You and know, because that's it's, important. it's not just about this. It's about yeah. your whole life. When you think about what you're doing, you do everything for a reason. Mm-hmm. So we, I want to be supportive of you. If like, if you want to start another, a business, you know, we want to be the ones cheering you on, helping you Absolutely. to get there. So we have to yeah. be very supportive and we have to trust each other. And that's so important. The last 
team I had that that wasn't in place and you could feel it the energy yeah. wasn't there like if, if I won an award people wouldn't show up no one so you know and you know that said something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's yeah. a lot um so I wanted to jump into um, the initial topic that of this entire podcast is for you is just divining the culture of real estate. And I wanna, want you to kind of tell our viewers, like, what was your initial experience versus your experience now with the culture of real estate? Because I do feel like real estate does have a culture involved that a lot of people aren't, aren't privy to if they're not in it. And when I say they're in it, they're not full-time, they're not out here, you know, hustling every day the phone calls the appointments you know dealing with these deals closing them out so what was your initial experience which you thought real estate was versus what where you're at now okay so there's there's a couple of things um the first thing is that you know people think that it's easy yeah like i have clients that you know i help them find homes and they're like i'm getting my <laughs> license because it's easy and that's great How many like, times I have we dealt with that we've heard that <laughs> but, a lot it's not easy because we know that we're working all day, every day. We're constantly yes. building. We're constantly putting things in the pipeline. We're constantly thinking about how to grow, how to get better. And it, it is not easy. It is yeah. not easy. And, I, and I, that is so important for any new agent, anyone starting to join the team. It is not easy to be a real estate. What we do yeah. is very difficult. Okay. Yeah. The other thing is that when I started 16 years ago, it was pretty much every man for themselves. Mm -hmm. There was no real collaboration. That's why I said, I love what you ladies are doing because you guys are different companies. I've been to a different company and yet we're, yet we're giving each other props and we're building each other up. And, right. and that's how it should be. When yeah. I started back then, it was like, people were stealing deals from each other. You couldn't trust them. Wow. If you had something, you got to hold it tight. You can't tell people what you're doing. This is an environment that you're setting for us where we can talk and build and grow and learn. 100%. And you know, I, just to interrupt you real quick, Yana, it's so funny as you say that because a lot of the older seasoned agents that we run into and we deal with sometimes who've been in the game for 20 plus years, they have a different type of conversation and a different type of aura about themselves. But when you say that, it kind of makes sense now because they come from a different mindset than we are in right now. So I understand that. Absolutely. I, I yeah. Agents don't practice. Um, they don't operate from the place of abundance. And mm. I, I realized that. So it's a doggy dog world out here. And we don't want that for ourselves. Because as you mentioned, yeah, I mean, we're different companies. It doesn't matter. We're sharing one platform so we can all grow from each other. Because once you adapt the mindset that there is enough out there for mm -hmm. everyone. Everyone. Yeah. You know what? And when you're winning, that doesn't mean I'm losing. A hundred percent not. And a lot of people <laughs> fail to exactly. that. Exactly. There's, if you, if I... I have the ability to service every single deal. Would I have a life? No. Mm -hmm. no. You understand there's so many people out there that need service and there's no one or two person that can take care of all that. So we got to understand that there's enough room. Just don't be lazy and go out there and do what you need to do. But exactly. Every transaction, like how many, how many times have you double ended your deal? Like you're always working with someone else. Mm -hmm. Like this is a, this is a field where you're working with other people. Yeah. You have to learn mm -hmm. how to work well with each other. I actually have agents that call me and say, Hey, yeah, this property is coming on the market in about two weeks. Get your buyers lined up. That is, and that's the way to that's go. That's the way it's supposed that's to be. Great. Yeah. And you're yeah. servicing yeah. your client, your seller a lot better that way because their goal is to sell and move on while mm -hmm. some agent goal is to, you know, 
pocket the entire thing. They don't think yeah. about, you know, the, the seller. They don't care. It's, it's all about the money for them. And um, if I don't want to touch, you know, go too deep in that, but I don't like working in Brooklyn a lot of times because of that. A lot of agents out there. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> yeah, I had to say it. It's a different yeah. attitude in Brooklyn. Different, yeah. different, whole different There's a different animal. culture out there. Yeah. You literally got to say, I'm a buyer's agent and my buyer is paying me. Otherwise, they won't, a lot of them won't even entertain you. And I'm like, mm-hmm. wow, this is ridiculous. That's why I started. I started off in Brooklyn, just so you know. Wow. I started yeah. off wow. in Brooklyn. So you can imagine, you know, the environment that I, I came from. And I'm just like, this is not how you're supposed to be doing business. Right exactly exactly it's so true it's so true i started off in manhattan i was like i cannot get with this (laughs) i was like it's like almost still being in corporate america you know it's just like it just it's a a different type of animal in those areas so yeah but even though with us start with christina starting in brooklyn i can remember when i met christina we were in the same brokerage we're in the same company and still um at times because of you know, our brokerage and the atmosphere, it still felt like we were set against each other. Mm-hmm. Even when we wanted to work with each other, it's like, yeah. oh no, it would never yeah. happen. And I'm like, yeah. why? Why can't we work together? What was the problem? Yeah. Yeah. That's important to align yourself with the right people, the right company that has the right culture that fits, mm-hmm. you know, your needs. Because just imagine being around people like that all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Lynn, let me ask you really quickly, since you've been in a business for a while, right? So much has changed over the years in terms of technology, et cetera. So I know things is not the same as when you started initially full-time, let's say five years ago. What has changed for you? How have you been able to improve your business? Okay, so definitely you just mentioned technology. Mm-hmm. That has been big. I'm actually um, the ALC member with Keller Williams. That's called Agent Leadership Council um, for Keller Williams for technology. And technology has been really big. Um, I will tell you, I get 30% of my business from social media. Awesome. People that I don't know, people that are just watching um, Mm -hmm. are contacting me and they're helping. I'm selling their homes. I'm helping family members purchase. So technology is big. And even with COVID, a lot of my consultations now, my buyer consultations are via Zoom. Mm. So technology has been, I would say, is one of those things that you just have to stay on top of it. You have yeah. what's coming up. How can you grow your business? What else can you be doing? What technology is out there to help you and your team just, you know, do more and, and, and stand out? You know, yeah. you don't want to be just like an average agent. You want to be able to stand out. So technology is big, but also the team structure. If you notice that there's so many teams out there. Right. I started, yeah. the team structure wasn't like a big thing. Um, yeah. And I feel like a lot of people are saying, you know what, we could do more if we come together. Mm-hmm. So there's that saying, you know, if you want to go fast, go, go alone. But if you want to go far, you, you know, you go as a team or something. I'm not saying properly. Yeah, 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 you you that yeah. If you want to go far, yeah. you go together. Which yeah. I agree with hundred percent. If you come together as a team and you have the right mindset, everyone is aligned because you can have a team all day. If you're not all, all on the same page, it makes no sense. And that's what I admire about your team too. You can feel the unity and you, you know, you're building and you're building strong and small and not going fast like everybody yeah. else. Everybody just want a whole bunch of people because it's important, you know, yeah. because you can have, like you had the experience before because you had a larger team 
prior and you realize it didn't work out because everybody wasn't in tune with each other. So yep. it's important to really, you know, vet the people that you go into business with that you're going to work with on a daily basis, whether you're doing the disc profile or something, but you know, you got to know who you're working with. I think that's very important. And I think, I think a lot of it too, I have to say this is that, let me tell you the girl power. Okay. Yeah. Women are more, Absolutely. are definitely women. Women will be a lot more open to step up and say, you know what? I did this wrong. Let me start over. You know, we, when dealing with men, you know, a lot of the times they're not going to fess up to their mistakes. That's just their nature where we'll, we, we don't have a problem with taking a few steps back so that we can start over and do it right the second time around. So, you know, women are just at a point too where we're just, we're taking, we're just taking the lead and we're just gonna, we're just making it happen. And I love it. I'm seeing a lot more women in real estate. I definitely admire it. Um, there's certain to, for me, it's always something to learn from everyone. So, you know, you guys are doing a tremendous job over there and we definitely applaud you. Absolutely. Like one more question. Um, <laughs> right. I know you guys do too, but before mm -hmm. I even get into that, right. I, I wanted to see like, what do you, if you, if a new agent should approach you, right. They want to get into business. They're super excited. You're, you're seasoned. What would you say to that person? Okay. Like, what advice would you have for a new agent right now wanting to get into business with this current climate? specifically too. So the first thing I would say is join a company that provides you with training. You cannot be in this business if you're not constantly learning. Okay. So training is key and you have to be able to, you have to take the training. Um, so like during COVID, my, my office, we gave training like every single day and we have 450 people in my office. Yes, I would say wow. about a hundred people showed up. Wow. Okay. So those are probably the people that are most successful, the people that are constantly learning and growing. I would also say identify a mentor, someone that you can, like, if you want to do something, you need to see and, and learn from someone that's doing it. If you have someone that you can, you admire and you see them that, that they're doing exactly what you want to do or more, right. don't be afraid to say, Hey, listen, you know, I'm new to this. Um, can you help me? What kind of advice? And, and just have them as a sounding board to kind of help you grow. And, and I feel like you know, back in the day, I thought that, you know, that wasn't a thing. Like, you can't just go to people and, and ask them for their secret recipe. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It wasn't a thing. Yeah, but you can. You can. I help people all day long that are not on my team. I'm. <laughs> people are still trying to hold their secret sauce, honey. They are. <laughs> you know what? Like, here's the thing. You can have the secret sauce. You can give out your secret sauce, but you don't know. Everybody's not going to mix it the way you can. Exactly. Like, you exactly. just have the sauce, exactly. but how are you going to mix it? Everyone has their own exactly. thing. Exactly. Exactly. You ladies have any other questions for Yadam before I give her this, you know, the wrap up question, basically? Okay. Well, um, I hope you haven't answered that question already, but, you know, time is perhaps the most critical step to any puzzle. Have you and your team, um, have you and your team reset your high leverages activities for the new norm? So, so like you said, time, time is important. And one of the things that I've done for the last couple of years is constantly reevaluating our goals. Mm -hmm. You know, one thing that a lot of people do is that they set their goals, they set it and they forget it. And then at the mm -hmm. end of the year, they'll say, oh, I hit it or, oh, I didn't. We are constantly resetting our goals 
time blocking is really, really important for you to be able to maximize the amount of work and the, the level of work that you're doing. Mm -hmm. So we time block, we reevaluate our goals on a regular basis. I'm talking like maybe once a month. I look at my numbers. I know what my GCI is right now as we talk. I know what my, my um, I, I know my numbers. I know how many transactions. I know all those things and I know where I want to be. And then I also know for the team what we need to do to get to where we want to be. So using your time wisely, because also like with work, we want to spend time with our kids. And that was one of the reasons why I, I, I did start the team is because I wanted to make sure that my boys and my husband they're seeing me, they're enjoying me. I'm not exhausted all this, the time. You know, I want to be able to have my family life and take care of myself as a woman, as just a sister, you know, I want to be, you know, take care of myself. So our okay. team, we make sure that we time block, we communicate with each other and we reevaluate our goals and we communicate what we are, wait, sorry, we communicate our expectations to each other. Okay. That just came out all. <laughs> no worries. We get it. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. Yeah. And okay. I think, you know, and one thing I, I want to touch on is, is I try to be such a positive person when it comes to people asking us to, you know, I want to get into real estate. What advice can you give me and stuff like that? And, you know, I, it's hard to just be like, real estate isn't as easy as it looks. Like <laughs> you don't want to just come out and say that because then right. people think that you're trying to stare them away. But you know, I think all of us individually could really say that this is something that you literally had to just take the step and make it, you know, you were, you were just gonna, it was a, it was a solo mission, you know, at the beginning and you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it, you know, and you're going to have to just yeah, learn yeah. A, 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 along the way because it's, it's a lot and everyone's not going to be in your corner. Everybody's not going to give you leads. Everybody's not going to refer you and you're going to have to do a lot of the groundwork and build that foundation. <laughs> yeah. What do you That's another thing. The leads, yeah, I was going to ask know, you about the leads. You, you should not expect leads. You are responsible for your leads. You are responsible. This is your business. Yeah. If you ever go anywhere and you're expecting leads, you're setting yourself up because the minute that they don't want to give you leads, they're pretty much not feeding you. They're saying, I'm not going to feed you anymore. And you yeah. never want to be in that position. Yeah. Okay. You yeah. have to be the master of your own leads. Yeah. If, you know, like advice that I give to people who approach me all the time, like, oh, you look like you're doing so well. And what advice, et cetera. I was like, you know, one of the most important thing for me that has helped me over the years is you have to stay learning based, whether it's, you know, going to different training, reading books, et cetera. Like I'm big on that. Like I'm not even with Cal Williams and I'm, I'm always at their training, whether it's paid, bold training. <laughs> is there you know what I mean so I, I'm big on learning base and I think that's important because a lot of people come into business all about the money and you they don't realize that in order the more you learn the more you earn yeah and so, it's not it's not yeah. transactional you have to build relationships <coughs> right. that's another thing you mm -hmm. treat people like transactions and that's not the way to go not you have to build relationships I'm building a relationship with you guys build relationships with your clients you know right. that's that's how you become successful but if you see everyone as a transaction that's not good You'll never be able yeah. to grow in your business. This has been an awesome, awesome yes. conversation. Yeah, since the right. first time I met you, I love your energy. I love who you are. Keep doing what you're doing. I've never, I, you just, you know, some people, as you run into the business, you just like, I like her. 
Thank you so much. I feel the same way with you, ladies. I, like I said, I'm very happy that you guys called me to be on this. And I hope we can get my, maybe get the team on. And we need to do more things yes. together. And I can't wait till we can go out now. Like, I yes. miss it's all right. It's going out. I see you guys at events, you know? I know. Yes. I know. It's, been a, it's been a hot minute. Yeah. But, you know, this, this particular episode was learning based. It was yeah. for us to dig deep, get to know you, get some advice from you, being that you're a seasoned, you know, seasoned realtor that's doing pretty well for herself and your team, right? So, in, you know, most of, you know, a lot of realtors are going to be listening to this. So I wanted to get like a final nugget from you, right? If you could call it that. I want a recommendation. We want a book or program that you would recommend to a new realtor or a seasoned realtor that's not doing so well. So which book I'm going to recommend? What is that? M R E A, the millionaire real estate agent. I should have told you that's disqualified. That's no, no, because let me tell you, I've read that book three times, and I'm going to continue reading it. Okay, that book has helped me. As a millionaire real estate agent, as an individual agent, and also Mm -hmm. someone running a business, Mm -hmm. as someone running a team, that book. There's just so much information in that book, Mm. and every single time I read it, I get something new. A new nugget. I have it too. And I'm not, like I said, I'm not even with Kelly. I actually, I actually yeah, gave I my book I'm away. I'm going to get that one. I'm going to hook you up. I'll get, I'll get, I got you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I have to get it too now. Yeah, I got, I got both of you. I have one from, from Gary Keller, but it's um the one thing. And that's, that's great too. But I have that one too. I got that from my good friend, Mike Brown. So yes, <laughs> I got that one too. Yeah. The MRA is definitely. Yeah. All right. So you learning based company. So. If you, if the one thing that you would say, one book that you would recommend a staple is the millionaire real estate agent. Yes. And that, that teaches you how to become a successful solo agent. Mm-hmm. Um, that also teaches you how to level leverage talent. It mm-hmm. teaches you how to run a business because this is a business ladies. This is what we're doing. This is our business. And there's just like a lot of information, um, your systems, how to create your systems. Like there's so much information in that book. You definitely have to get it and then read it over and over and over again. You make me want to go reread the book. <laughs> definitely. Let's, let's do it together. I'm going on there now to go order it. <laughs> yeah. Once I get off, I'm definitely going to go order that book. Yes. Um, yes. Well, ladies, I appreciate the time today, especially yes. you have been awesome. You poured into us. We appreciate you. I don't know if we could thank you enough. I can't yes. wait for the time that we could actually, you know, thank you with a drink. over cocktails (laughs) it's been awesome and thank you for tuning in to our viewers thank you for coming on Yadlin and we look to you know forward to having you on with your entire team so we could you know dive in and learn even more than we did today this is a great episode I'm pretty sure a lot of realtors or even non-realtors can you know just gather some gems just about building business and just how you went from you know, forensic psychology to real estate. You made a big shift, you know? So great stuff, ladies. Thanks you. Thank you once again for tuning in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Having me, ladies. Out there, don't forget to follow, like, and subscribe Women in Real Estate Podcast. And you can find us on Google, uh, Apple, and Spotify. Thank you, ladies. Thank you. The Wire Podcast.